It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. And Toolmart, the complete tool center, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Yeah, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Sports Day WA for another week. Peter Vlahos with you. Thanks to Hayes and Mardo for the run home. And congratulations to Damian Martin. And what was a fantastic day yesterday. I know the boys covered it in depth on the run home, but a special moment for Damian Martin and his family with his mum and dad, of course, coming over as well. Great to have your company. Gee, I had a look at the Perth weather forecast just before I came into the studio, and we thought maybe last week was fairly hot. Get a load of this. This is the forecast for Perth for the next week. And let me tell you, it's going to be uh, very, very warm indeed as I just basically get it up. But this is the forecast from the Bureau of Meteorology, and we're looking at the following temperatures. Tomorrow, it's going to be 32 and sunny. It's up to 36 on Wednesday. 39 on Thursday, then 40 on Friday, 41 on Saturday, and 40 on Sunday. So it's going to be very, very oppressive, the heat. It's going to be quite madness. And I believe it's going to continue into the early part of next week as well. So we've got a week of temperatures well over the old 100-degree Fahrenheit reading. So uh, just be prepared for that and make sure you take precautions as of now, because the first of the hot summer days are likely to hit around about Wednesday and continue until early of next week. Just updating the cricket, a win for India in the five-test series being played in India. They won by 106 runs over England. So all of a sudden, uh, the series is level now at one all. They do play a five-test series, England and India, there in India. So we uh, will... Follow that intra, uh, series with interest. And really, from a WA point of view, it's not looking too good at the Wacker. You'd think that New South Wales are in the box seat to win that. New South Wales need 143 runs to win with nine second innings wickets in hand. Uh, WA were dismissed in their second innings for 176. And chasing down that total for victory, 143 runs still to get. Uh, New South Wales are one for 39 at the Wacker. Well, let's uh, firstly go out to uh, a 
Channel 10 reporter who's right on the job when it comes to sport happening in Perth. Uh, we talk about Ashley Nelson. She's part of the Network 10 sporting team out of Perth. She was down at West Coast Eagles training this morning. We've heard about uh, the mishaps uh, for Jack Darling and Jermaine Jones, and we believe there's also a question mark over a gentleman who's been, as I read at the weekend on social media, on the back page of the West Australian 25 times. It's gone past the point of being ridiculous. But anyway, Ashley Nelson uh, from 10 News First joins us on the program now. Ash, thanks for your time. I almost feel nervous talking about him now. How are you? <laughs> it's just crazy, the profile that this kid has had. We know he's going to be an outstanding talent. There's no... Uh, begrudging that. He's going to be a star of the future for the West Coast Eagles, but he still hasn't kicked the ball in anger in a points game in the AFL, yet all this publicity. And I gather every time, Ash, you go down to Mineral Resources Park, you and, of course, the other media outlets, uh, he is the focus of the camera people as well. Yeah, it is interesting, and I agree that sometimes there's been a a large amount of pressure sort of put on Harley Reid and I guess he is under the microscope as to whether or not he is as good as what they've all said during that sort of draft year. But I can assure you that during the match, Sim, when he's going head-to-head with the likes of Elliot Yeo and even Luke Shuey, who, you know, we know was such a formidable force over a number of years, he really is a standout during match, Sim. So as much as it kind of pains me to report on it sometimes, knowing how much attention he gets and hasn't really kicked a ball just yet, he is showing a lot of promising signs and it'll be interesting just to see how West Coast Eagles progress with Harley Reid and where they play him Um, in the past Adam Simpson has said that they'll play him in a bit more of a defensive role moving into the midfield Um, but when you take a look at the number of defenders that are all vying for positions in the back line at the moment I just wonder whether or not Harley Reid will spend a bit more time through the midfield than what we're sort of anticipating at the moment but uh, as you mentioned um, this morning headed down and had a bit of a look and no good for Jack Darling and Jermaine Jones of course, Jack Darling without hamstring, which they've said is relatively minor. So should be out for a couple of sessions, much like what Tim Kelly was the other day and Jermaine Jones groin soreness. So no estimated timeline on his return. But was just keeping an eye on Harley Reid, who was uh, expected to have a bit of a shorter session anyway, along with the first years. They're just managing their load. But he did pull out of the main session a little bit earlier. You could just see him gesturing towards the top of his legs, um, particularly sort of the ITB quad area. Once he went over into the rehab group, did a couple of run-throughs and then headed inside to uh, the room. So maybe one to watch, perhaps a bit of soreness. Um, like we said, he is a first-year player, hasn't played a game yet, probably still trying to get up to the load of um, being under heavy training, but uh, might be one to watch over the next couple of days as to how much Harley Reid does. Mm, interesting. Uh, Ash Nelson right on the spot from uh, 10 News First. Ash, how are you reading the West Coast Eagles leading into this new season? People are now starting to talk about them, even on my program here on Sports Day. A lot of the Eagles faithful are seeking an improvement and a run up the ladder to a certain degree. Others are suggesting that they'll still finish Wooden Spoon. How have you read the vibe around the camp so far pre-season? Yeah, we're having this discussion today, a couple of us that were just sort of watching on, and I think a large part of it is, is whether or not they can get their experienced players on the park and whether or not they can stay on the park throughout uh, the season. So obviously the last couple of years they've had a pretty tough run with injury and it certainly has impacted the group. But if you've got the likes of Elliot Yo. um 
Tim Kelly, um, Oscar Allen, Tom Barris being able to play a majority of the games, uh, Jeremy McGovern, another one. Uh, I think that you'll see the West Coast Eagles have a better, uh, better result than what they had last year. And then they can continue to support those young guns that are coming through. There are a couple of younger players as well that have been better for the experience. Ruben Jimby showing really good signs. He's uh, put on a fair bit of weight, uh, especially through the, the shoulders as well. So he's looking pretty tough to beat. Uh, and Hoff in the back line as well, I think, is shaping up perhaps a fairly significant year as well in terms of development. So I suspect the West Coast Eagles obviously probably won't be pushing for top eight, but I think maybe sort of um, midway, they might jump a couple of spots up from being seller dwellers, in my opinion. Okay, I was going to ask you for your opinion because I'm going to throw it out to our listeners now. And this has been my comeback for people that suggest they may climb two or three rungs up the AFL ladder. Which club will finish below them? Because I can't really find a club... I think North Melbourne will improve. I think Hawthorne will improve. I think Gold Coast will improve. I'm just thinking, which clubs could possibly finish below the West Coast Eagles of this season being 2024? Ash reckons I'll probably climb maybe a couple of rungs up the ladder. I'd love to hear from you. Get on the temperate bedshed text machine 0487 736 736 uh, and uh, give us your thoughts on who could possibly finish underneath the Eagles uh, this season. Uh Question without notice, Ash. Who do you feel? Is there a couple that may finish under the I, West Coast? I I, potentially Hawthorne. I think they might sort of struggle to to jump up too much. Um, I, it's it's kind of hard to actually tell when you're not really attending many yeah. sessions from uh, other other clubs. But I just think that there wasn't much in between North Melbourne. West Coast last year, so potentially if they get those games across the line, they might jump up a couple. And you know, a good Elliot Yo, a healthy Elliot Yo, and the signs that he's showing, um, I think that those close games, which they actually held on St Kilda, for example, um, that they just fell to last year, they might have a couple of those go their way. So, good question. Maybe Hawthorne. And good That's answer. <laughs> and good answer, Ash Nelson. Uh, if you want to see Perth's best TV uh, sports bulletin. Just flick on to 10 News first. Ash Nelson there, Lockie Reed, uh, Steve Allen, they do a great job. Thanks for joining us, Ash, and we'll keep in touch. Thanks, Peter. Cheers. Good on you, Ash Nelson, with the latest there from the West Coast Eagles. Uh, so who's going to finish below West Coast if they're going to uh, evade their second wooden spoon in a row? Get on the temperate bedshed text machine. Come on, let me know. 0487 736 736. Now, Lisa, I remember last week from Ellenbrook, who's a regular on the sports day, suggested they could climb as high, I think it was a 10 or 11 lease. So there's going to be a lot of teams or a lot of clubs under the West Coast Eagles if uh, that's the case. Uh, on the temperate bedshed text machine, uh, this is from Roy, who's been busy already. Happy New Year, Peter. Longer holidays than school teachers. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, that's referring to us because we came back on January the 29th. Thoughts, which first game at Optus this year will have a bigger crowd, Eagles or Dockers? I've got to have a look, actually, at the fixtures. I haven't got it close at hand, who the Eagles are playing and who the Dockers are playing. I think it'll be the Eagles, I must admit. They had a... And we are talking about it just before we came on air. I was totally impressed by the attendances last year considering the type of year they were having the West Coast Eagles. And it was quite impressive. And... Correct me if I'm wrong. I reckon when things go badly, it's possibly the Dockers supporters that may vacate before the Eagles supporters. I'm only saying that because what I witnessed last year. If I was a supporter 
and kept coming along and seeing the West Coast Eagles capitulate at home, sometimes by 100-plus point margins, would you really bother fronting up if you're a, a true supporter? Yes, you would, but there's a lot of fringe supporters that come when things are good and don't come when things are bad. And I've just got a feeling after what I saw last year, the West Coast Eagles are happy to uh, be there through thick and thin. The Dockers play Brisbane round one, so that's going to be a big game. Uh, but Brisbane haven't got a huge Perth supporter base, have they? They've got a fair one, but not a huge one. Then the Eagles play GWS, and that's the next home game, round two. And as we know, the Giants don't have a huge supporter base. So on that judgment, I reckon it'll be pretty close. Yeah, I reckon it'll be pretty close. Jimmy agrees with me. And I reckon the attendances will be probably in the low 40,000s for people in the first two home games, one for the respective clubs uh, in rounds one and two. Uh, by the way, uh, Richmond, according to Roy, will finish below the West Coast Eagles. Richmond. That's very interesting, Roy. We'll have to wait and see. Get on the temperate bedshed text machine. Love to hear from you. 0487 736 736. Or you can get onto the Scarborough Toyota open line 13 12 55. We're here for Toolmart, the complete tool centre. They've been serving WA for over 45 years. And uh, the weekend review, look out for the sunrise, enjoy local services. Well done to the Aussies in the One Day International. We'll touch on that in a moment. And also, as we mentioned at the top of the program, well done Damien Martin with that uh, 53 jersey now hanging aloft there at RAC Arena and will be immortalised for all the years to come when uh, when you talk about the Perth Wildcats. Unfortunately, on court yesterday... They went too flash, but everything was certainly exciting off court with uh, Damien Martin. We'll take a break. We'll come back after the break. Don't go away. Love to hear from you on the Tempera Bedshed text machine or the Scarborough Toyota open line 13 12 55. Connor, let's roll the ads. It's 13 past five.